Honey Hush is a podcast by a Southern businesswoman who knows a thing or two about using honey to attract the bees. Every week, Elizabeth will discuss up-and-coming and established leaders alike how to win influence with one simple strategy, kindness. Whether you're a successful entrepreneur or still in the dream phase, Honey Hush will teach you that the sweeter the honey, the more bees you'll attract. Community is always more fun than competition. Welcome back and congratulations to making it to day six. By now, you may be feeling a little resistant to your decision of choosing to apply the suffering on purpose for a month. Second guessing that list you made, wondering if God really spoke that thing into your heart. Chances are you've also had plenty of opportunity to slack up and fudge a little too. (laughs) Kind of getting to the end of the week kind of does that to you. You may need to adjust your environment a little bit, too, in order to set yourself up for long-term success. Keep your eyes set on the end goal, knowing that nothing's going to change if nothing ever changes. So in order for you to take the focus off of you and what you may be feeling deprived in, let's instead together put the focus on others today. And let's chat about some ways that we can serve somebody else and maybe pick up some good habits along the way as well. I wish I could remember exactly or who or where I got this list from so that I could give credit to the originator, but it's just a picture that I took of something that I wrote down in my phone that I kept nearby throughout the year. So we're just going to start and go through it and kind of discuss it together. So one way that we can um, you know, take the focus off of ourselves, put focus on others, is to listen without interrupting. So Proverbs 18.2 and also verse 13 uh, says, A fool does not delight in understanding, but only wants to show off his opinions. The one who gives an answer before he listens, this is foolishness and a good disgrace for him. So are you one of those people who is thinking of your response while the other person is still talking? I mean, I know I'm guilty of doing that more than I would like to admit. If someone asks you or asks me to repeat back to them exactly what did they just say? Could you do it? We have two ears and one mouth for a reason. You know, we've had teachers for years tell us that. So let's love others by actually paying attention to what they're saying in the moment. Another way we can love others is to speak without accusing. James 1.19 says that everybody should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to anger. My knee-jerk reaction is always action. I I do, and then I think, and then I feel. So tempering my anger is a lifelong struggle of mine. And I don't mean like anger, like I'm like rage mad. It's just I go to, to action. But here James is giving space for understanding and clarity first. He isn't saying anger may not be justified or that anger should be avoided or that there are times where it is applicable. Um, Jesus got angry too. But if you lean into the situation without accusation, grace has an opportunity to diffuse unnecessary anger, potentially leading to words you may regret. So let's learn to love others by offering grace before speaking our mind. Number three, give without sparing. Give to others without sparing. Proverbs 21, 26 says, He is filled with craving all day long, but the righteous give and do not hold back. So big news flash, you know, no one is taking anything with them when they die. The hard part is knowing that expiration date that we all have and making what we have last until then, right? <laughs> I don't know a single day has ever gone by that I, that I don't think I've been influenced by something 
that um, some desire to want to eat something, drink something, buy something, do something I really don't need to be doing. I'm a human with cravings that are never satisfied. I wake up and what do you know? I'm hungry again, even though I may have just ate a delicious meal the night before for dinner. Here's another newsflash. None of it belongs to you anyway, and you have no idea what your expiration date is. Going back to that, like it doesn't belong to us, and you know, we're not taking it with us when we die. So let's stop being selfish. Let's learn to love others by sharing what we have without holding back. Number four, pray without ceasing. Colossians 1.9 says, For this reason, since the day we heard this, we have not stopped praying for you. We are asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding. Raise your hand if you're guilty of telling somebody that you'll pray for them, but then you get distracted and maybe forgot. Just so you know, both of my hands are up and I really want to be more disciplined to bring my friend's request before the throne of God continuously until an answer is received. So I want to learn to love others by setting up a reminder in my phone, maybe a, like a, an alarm or get a post-it note to put in my car with their prayer request. And I want to join in God's work in my friend's lives. Number five, answer without arguing. Proverbs 17:1, better a dry crust with peace than a house full of feasting with strife. This one sort of punches me right in the gut because I am such a defender of justice and have such strong opinions on just about everything that I will pretty much go to the mat on some things that really, you know, really probably don't matter in the long run. I can give an answer or offer a reply and not feel the need to be understood. So I can love others by taking Kenny Rogers advice, you know, when to hold them know when to fold them and know when to walk away and know when to run. <laughs> Answer without arguing. Number six, share thoughts and ideas without pretending. Ephesians 4.15 says, but speaking the truth in love, let us grow in every way into him who is the head, Christ. What a perfect follow-up to number five. God doesn't suggest that folks stick their heads in the sand and avoid strife or conflict. He instead encourages truth be spoken in love so that growth has opportunity to manifest. Mutual understanding is always the intended end goal. So let's love others enough to speak the true truth without feeling the need to compromise. Number seven, enjoy things without complaint. Philippians 2.14 says, do everything without grumbling and arguing so that you may be blameless and pure. Children of God who are faultless in a crooked and perverse generation, among you, among who you shine like the stars in the world by holding firm to the word of life. You know, whenever I think about what do I truly deserve, I mean, I'm a participant, you're a participant in a crooked and perverse generation. I really don't deserve much of anything. So instead, I want to stand out like shining stars because. I do this one thing different. I want to learn to love those around me by simply not complaining. Number eight, trust without wavering. 1 Corinthians 13, 7, love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, and endures all things. So I already feel like I'm confessing a little bit too much today, but oh well, too late for that to go back. Um, I struggle with trusting people. 
Like I really, really struggle. And I have some really good reasons that I could bring up you know, to the table for further investigation by the jury. But you know what? This verse does not ask for my case study. It simply says all things. And by all, I kind of think it means all. So I'm going to learn to love others by bearing their burdens, believing in their best efforts, truly hoping for the best, and then staying and not giving up when the going gets tough. Number nine, forgive without punishing. Colossians 3.13, bearing with one another and forgiving one another if anyone has grievanced against another, just as the Lord has forgiven you, so you are to forgive. Why is it easier to forgive some people and harder to forgive other people, especially as parents? It's, you know, it's pretty simple to forgive your child, no matter how old they are, simply just because you choose to put relationship with them as the priority over being right. That is exactly what God does with us. We are constantly in a hamster wheel of offending him and requesting his favor. Why then do we require so much of others when they offend us? Let's love others by offering the example set before us by our creator and accept the fact that we will disappoint one another from time to time, but through that same grace, forgiveness can be extended. And then last, number 10, promise without forgiving, forgetting, promise without forgetting. Proverbs 13, 12, hope delayed makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. There's an Enneagram triad because y'all know I'm an Enneagram coach, um, and I encourage this particular triad more than any other types when I'm coaching with this verse exactly. Hope delayed makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. Types 3, 6, and 9 have to remember to say what you mean and mean what you say. But all of us can be guilty of getting caught in a trap of good intentions. We say one thing and we mean it in the moment, but then life happens, we get distracted, or a better option comes along, and if you're a leader of any kind, whether you're at the front of the line, you know, or you're the parent, you're the manager, you're the boss, you're influencing others, you have influence over anybody. Not meaning what you say or not saying what you mean can be an incredible, discouraging tactic on many levels. It quickly becomes a trust issue and betrayal sets in. So Let's commit to loving others this year with fulfilling your word by saying what you mean in the first place and meaning what you say to actually create life in relationships. So this is a pretty cool list, huh? And if you set out each day applying these acts of love, you're probably not going to have a whole lot of time to focus on what you think you're missing in this um, you know, applied suffering and this path of most resistance. We're replacing bad habits with better habits. Let's focus on our self less and let's focus more on others. But I am curious, which of these 10 things do you plan on starting with? I think I'm gonna start with number five, you know, the whole answer without arguing. Please wish me luck. <laughs> let's talk about this over, you know, on the socials, like share this episode. And, you know, let me know, like, I'm going to work on number whatever, or I'm really feeling number whichever. I don't know. I just want to get the conversation starting so that we can all encourage one another.